0: Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Me Podcast. So if you're a entrepreneur, solopreneur, creative, freelancer or coach, however you identify yourself, you've probably been told before by either me or someone else on your Instagram feed that you need to know your ideal customer. I'm guessing you probably already got something maybe drawn up. Maybe you created that back when you were doing your marketing plan or sales funnels. Either way, your brand strategy is also underpinned by your ideal customer profile too. And I want to explain what I'm mindful of when I'm building an ideal customer profile in relationship to one of my clients' brand strategy. I think this can really be helpful for anyone who is DIYing their brand or want to update and improve their brand strategy. Obviously, brand strategy has a lot of moving parts. It's not a domino effect. It's more like a jigsaw puzzle. You create the borders and have to start filling in sections, but those sections don't happen all at once. You may have patches building um, and then you fill in the gaps. And we need to remember that with brand strategy, each section affects and influences others. Um, And I'll be touching on what to include, and more importantly, how your ideal customer profile can influence your brand persona. So don't worry, I'm not here to regurgitate just old information about how important an ideal customer profile is, because I think by now we all sort of know that. Um, and there's more information on that online in other places Um, so this is more about how it will help you build your actual brand too let's zoom in to who your customer is so go grab your ideal customer profile um, whether it's on your hard drive or um desktop just quickly pause this and go grab it open it up because I feel like it'll be easier if you're looking through it maybe with me so hopefully you should have the basics of your ideal customer Um, that's usually where most people begin and that will look like the age of your ideal customer income where they live career maybe even gender Um, but this is where some people stop And this is the area that actually helps you more with the branding side of things, Um, and that is to understand what drives them, what motivates them, what do they fear, what really makes your ideal person tick. So I want to take a moment to make it really clear that we are going to misuse this information in an unethical way with fear-mongering tactics and impossible promises that your business or product or service just won't meet. Um, If you've listened to me long enough, that's just not my sales technique or process. Um, So, But rather we're using it in a creative way to mould and inspire how we could position your brand personality. Other factors obviously will contribute towards this along the way, but by making sure the way in which we mould our brand personality will also attract this ideal person over another is essential. Think of it this way. When we meet someone who has similar interests and values in life's, in life to our own we are way more drawn to them so like attracts like so ideally we need to know them before we create and position our own brand personality so that we can match it up or align it fairly familiar and with similarities when building a ideal customer It can be really easy to just get carried away with what you want to with who you want to work with and just become really subjective about the whole um, matter. But remember, you also need to sprinkle a little objectiveness in there, too. When creating your ideal customer, you need to be making appropriate decisions and assumptions. For example... The age you are targeting might not be suitable if you're selling something that is, I don't know, like for example, if you're selling a custom expensive handmade piece and you're targeting 18 year olds who are less likely to have that much disposable income, you may want to rethink that. Um, It might work, it might work, but you, you need to start looking at the things that you're deciding And how it actually will work with your product and if they are actually suitable for that product or service that you're selling. So it's important that you are clear about who your ideal customer is and question, is that person appropriate for my offer? As a small business owner, it is vital that you like the person you want to sell to especially for service-based businesses. You're the person that is going to be working with them. So you do need to remember that. You don't want to pick an ideal customer with a personality or business type that doesn't mesh with your own. It's usually a good betting that your ideal customer will probably overlap with similarities, characteristics and values as such as yourself. So don't stray too far away from who you are and what you feel comfortable with—it's far easier to attract um, people that are similar to you um, than trying to be someone that you're not. And this is why there's a lot of um, personal brands out there today. I just want to quickly touch on brand archetypes because they are really helpful. Um, I'm not going to say too much because I do have a full episode on archetypes. I think it's number 26. So you can go check that out after this. If you're unsure about what brand archetypes really are, they're just simply a set of personas made on 12 key human desires and values. Um and they can really help you by if you identify which archetype best suits your ideal client so you can align more of your branding towards that some people have created this annoying misconception or understanding around archetypes and sort of see them or label them as stereotypes now but if you view, if you view, sorry, brand archetypes as more of a skeleton, um, and you can dress it up however you want, then it's more of a jumping off point. Researching brand archetypes can be really helpful tool if you are unsure on how to build an ideal customer profile within your brand strategy. It's a great way to build a deeper connection, that emotional um, response with your customer and your brand. Remember all small based business owners, just like you, have the upper hand than bigger businesses because we can really niche down with who it is that we want to talk to, both in our branding and our marketing efforts. Larger corporations or commodity based businesses are trying to target the masses. Therefore, have more of a target audience or group, which is a zoomed out lens of an ideal customer casting a wider view on a person rather than one specific person and personality. This could be a reason as to why small businesses find it easier to attract because they can relate to their ideal person on a much deeper level than a bigger business through both, again, marketing and branding. With this in mind, don't think for one second that your ideal customer profile will hurt your growth and traffic, it will more likely have that opposite effect. The more clear your ideal customer is in your mind, the stronger it can influence your brand personality and you can be more direct with your people through all your brand's um, forms of communication Um, that might look like social media and website and etc. However, I do still include in my brand strategy for clients that wider scope view. Essentially, they would be fine without it. But from personal experience of running my own small brand, we do get those moments where we feel too narrowed in, too focused, can't start anything because we're procrastinating or overanalyzing things because we have too many boundaries set up and, um, we're worried about what we put out there isn't for our ideal customer and I never want this frustration and confusion to happen to my client's brand after working with me. So once we've gone through into who their ideal customer is, we also zoom back out to only take the essential pieces of who they are and create a target group. This is um, isn't meaning you forget obviously all the other stuff it's just a simplified version for my clients to be able to refer back to especially in those moments when they think they are being too confined um, I want them to be able to breathe and not have to stick to such a in-depth ideal customer script because that can sometimes get a little bit overwhelming um, especially when you're trying to write a description or something it's really difficult if you have all these um, personality trait things that you're trying to incorporate so you just need to know sometimes the bare minimum of your ideal customer or the essential elements that make them of who, make them up or make them who they are there is one more quick thing that I did want to include in this episode and that is your ideal customer can influence what type of voice you your brand chooses to have it not only is always just the way you say things but actually we have a lot of power in how we say things your type of voice and tone should be consistent on all your social media and website and all your touch points really and this should be heavily influenced by your ideal customer and their preferences when we talk to someone with a more neutral conversational language we can be put at ease very quickly. If we um, include humour into our brand voice, we can also be entertained and maybe more memorable. If you just want to be clear and direct, you can be perceived as more honest and transparent. There are different reasons to why you might want to use any of these traits. Maybe your audience is in a rush and descriptive language isn't going to help them so clear and direct is key Um, it doesn't have to be cold but does need to be getting to the point without all the fluff for your idle customer because that's the best and that's the quickest way to give them the value that they need so figure out what traits and tones you um, decide comes more naturally to you also when you just talk and what elements you want to inject into your brand voice that can help your ideal customers feel more connected with you. Okay, so that is it for me today. But before you exit out of this episode, I do want to go through everything you learned because I did ramble on a little bit. So in no real order... We do need to zoom into our idle customers and understand that bare minimum basic information such as career, age and gender. But we also need to go further than that and understand what they fear, what they're driven by and motivated by are key areas to be aware of because it does influence and help mold your brand. And we also want to strive like because like attracts like. Stay consistent with who you are um, as a person and the personality you are trying to attract. It's far easier to attract people more like yourself than pretending to be someone you are not. Archetypes are always a good idea to identify with your ideal customer because it gives you the bone structure of your ideal customer's desires and values. Developing a clear and narrowed down overview of your ideal customer will not only hinder your growth in any way, but more likely to give you the upper hand in attracting your people quickly and effortlessly. In time of procrastination, we all need a simplified formula. So do create an essential list of qualities and traits your ideal group should have is a good thing to have on hand for those moments. Matching your voice and tone to what your ideal customers feel most relatable and comfortable with is also a really key part. If you're still on the fence about why branding is important, especially for a small business, go and listen to episode number 33, where I explain why branding is for everyone with a small business or large but mainly I focus on the small business part in that episode. Um, so go check it out. Thanks for listening to the Ramen Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week and in the meantime visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.